Welcome, girlies. Welcome back to Let's Talk About Fashion. Let's Talk About Fashion is a fashion-themed podcast all about what I'm most passionate about, fashion, personal style, and creative expression. Each episode, I'll chat about the latest in fashion news and trends, what I'm obsessing over lately, and I'll share some style tips. On this very special episode, we have a guest on the podcast, my bestie, designer extraordinaire, Libra queen, Abby, or as you may know her, Bims Orendina. Hi. I'm so excited to have you on. I'm excited to be on too. You guys, we have over 13 years of friendship. Speak on it. The only person I've been in a relationship that long with is my husband. So this is like- This is my wife, basically. This is my sister Basically. Wife. Basically. <laughs> I remember the days in fashion class in high school. Girl. I am so excited to get into all the topics of Fashion Week and more I'm... today. Oh, this has literally been my fashion best friend, like you said, for years. Yes. Since high school, back in fashion class with, like, Project Runway days. And yes! Flip-flops, like... <laughs> Okay, we used to use the school computers to shop for Juicy Couture tracksuits. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely would go on the weekends to the outlets and catch the sales if we could. Girl, <laughs> something. Wait, are you recording? Do you have your robe on? I do. Okay, give me two seconds. I'm going to get the robe. This is podcast <gasps> uniform. It is. It is. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited. I literally just changed my outfit. Yes. <laughs> I had on like a cozy sweater. I was like, wait, this is not as a tire. I'm changing to that silk robe. <laughs> oh, girlies. The girlies that get it, get it. If you the shop girl. vintage, if you okay. shop date sales, you know. <laughs> exactly. And that's, I remember I, a couple weeks ago, I asked Felicia where she gets her robe from. Cause I'm just like, I can never find your robes on Amazon. I can never find them at Macy's. I can never find them anywhere in real life or online. Let me know. <laughs> Listen, I always put my girlies on, and you will hear me rave about sustainability yes. all the thrift store. That's where I find my best robes. Manhattan's Vintage Market, which comes back in October for my birthday month. They they do a Manhattan Vintage show um, twice a year, I think it is. And there is one shop there that is literally all robes. I took video footage for you. <laughs> it's like, it's my dream. It Like, that's my heaven. <laughs> No, quite literally, because with robes, my favorite is a silk robe, but I love a good plush. I love a good embroidered. I just love a robe. Yes. I just love a robe. That's something unique. Like, give yes. me some girlies. I'm not just a simple black satin girl. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got our podcast attire on. Yes. I'm welcoming my bestie, Bimsy. Um, so you can find my bestie on Instagram at her name is B, and I'll have the links in the show notes. She is just the most stylish, creative person I have known for like Aww. all of my years, and we're truly sisters for life. Yes. She is Haitian by association and yes. by association. And you are, yep, you're Nigerian by association. Period. And when our house is done being built, because you know every African family built a house over there, Always. you're coming and we're going to show out. <laughs> But no, on a, on a serious note, I love Felicia. She's been my style inspiration since high school. Felicia has literally been the only person I've seen with my two eyes who would come to high school from head to toe, dressed to the nine, dressed to the gods. It was Girl. the point where everybody else was like, dang, should I come to school more dressy? Like, I was kind of, <laughs> I was kind of regular. Felicia would come to school in a dress, heels, stand, oh. like, just, just killing it Monday through Friday. Every day is a slay. Like I every used to, day. 
always I used to don't tell my mama I hope she knows <laughs> from her closet always <laughs> in six inch wedges yes yes walking down what was it like 40 flights of stairs it was a giant Girl. staircase why do schools have so many stairs I, I really know <laughs> people ask me now how you how you walk so easy in heels mm-hmm. you make it look so simple I'm like girl mm-hmm. I'm practicing I put in my dues I broke some ankles I fell down some staircases yes <laughs> <laughs> but Bims is like seriously my biggest style inspiration she Aww. is creative she is elegant she is mysterious a true Libra queen <laughs> everything about her style is inspirational because you never know what to expect but you know you're gonna get mm-hmm. oh you have all that I can right to you, like that's all i can describe it's just like <laughs> a mysterious international gal yes <laughs> so we must get into our segments yes. today we're going to talk about new york fashion week it is okay. september it is the libra and virgo season yes um it is fashion month that means we're gonna have fashion week back to back that's new york fashion week starting the month followed by we're currently in london fashion week and then there'll be paris fashion week and i believe milan is somewhere on the schedule don't yeah. quote me we'll have all the schedule <laughs> show notes um but we were just looking over what we're loving from new york fashion week what we're not loving what we want to see more of but first, I wanted to get into our segment. What are we obsessing over? What are you obsessing over in fashion? What are you loving lately? What's in your cart currently? What has been catching <laughs> your eye? Uh, Bimsy, I'll go ahead and kick to you. Ooh, well, lately, I've been loving, like, lace. Like, I don't I don't really know what it is. I'm, I'm literally wearing a robe right now that has lace. <laughs> but um, I've been loving the lace. I also have been seeing the cargo skirt friend and I'm obsessed now I'm not gonna lie you guys I am very petite so and I'm you know I go to the gym five days a week however my weight fluctuates a lot so with the cargo skirt Mm -hmm. for me I'm like "Mm, I don't know if it's gonna make it look like I have a wall (laughs) in from the back so I don't know if it's for me but it's so cute like (laughs) I love the, um, specifically, like, the khaki short, like, mid-thigh, but I also have seen a camo green with a split that goes up to the middle of your thigh that had buttons along the front. Absolutely gorgeous. Like, I just think cargo skirts, it can really dress up or down your outfit. Mm -hmm. And as Felicia mentioned earlier, with my style, it's very um, spontaneous. You don't know what you're going to get. And I love that it's, like, with the cargo skirt, you could pair that with anything and completely revamp the outfit. Right. I love it. You're so right about cargo skirts. The versatility, like we've been seeing, they call this a utilitarian style. Mm. Carhartt jackets. You see a lot of like the reflective fabrics that construction workers use. Yes. have been incorporating that more into fashion. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're seeing like cargos come over. Last season, it was cargo pants and shorts. And then the girls were like, you know what? We want legs out all summer. (laughs) started seeing cargo skirts yes i love that piece you said that kind of has a slit all the way up because yes when have you, you seen it what? i i can like picture what you're saying because yes. I, oh, I saw on instagram it's like a midi length yes yes i think i know oh, what you're talking about. we have to we have to bookmark that because I, I love that piece mm-hmm. so when i think of that i think like when you think army when you think that <laughs> type of screen you think yes. oh, giving square bob it's giving very <laughs> military like you don't think an elegant silhouette like a midi skirt so i'm really love loving people do like it's utilitarian it's different it's rough and tough like it's tom girl but it's yes. still giving i'm a girl 
Yes. <laughs> exactly. I would love to hear what you've been obsessing over lately. I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> so cargo skirts were definitely on my list. I mm. the, the mini cargo skirts and I've been looking for one. Like you, I've been working out lately and my weight fluctuates. I'm a woman yes. 30 and mm-hmm. so it's like sometimes the waist is giving snatch sometimes the butt is giving back and it's just like <laughs> size extra small in the waist sometimes and like a size medium in the butt sometimes and it's just Ooh, like also yes, you know yes. skirts get a little shorter in the back because you know we're blessed yes <laughs> yes the hip area and so I really am loving the cargo mini skirts mm-hmm. but I would love to see some cargo mini skirts so <gasps> secure girl and I don't know if I have to design it and make it myself I think you do and I love that you said skirts because I don't know why there was a period of time in fashion where the girls were mad at the skirt because why I do we always a love the skirt like you said it's that extra layer of protection no worries about okay do I have to wear shorts mm-hmm. under this are the shorts gonna show under the skirt like the outline and having to be worried about that or like you said with it being shorter in the back you don't have to worry because it's going to be shorts right up under there. Yeah. So <laughs> I love a score. I would love to see a cargo score. I don't think those exist. I've, I've right. never seen one. Yeah. I'm just inventing things in my mind. Like, I'm going to pour him over here. <laughs> I was really thinking about that. And I definitely want a cargo midi skirt because it mm-hmm. gives very, like, I always pictured, like, Jane of the Jungle, like, having mm-hmm. different outfits. Like, um, was it? Just, yeah, George of the Jungle and Jane of the Jungle. Yes. I, her like having different outfits and I thought she would look so cute in like a cargo midi skirt and like a really cute cropped cargo vest you know giving a little bust maybe she's going to brunch with the jungle girls like I just thought it could be a cute little look like when I have a look in my mind I have a whole scene for it and that was the scene (laughs) I was saying the fact that you were giving style tips at a young age, ma'am, this was just the life that was chosen for you. <laughs> I mean, it's just my path. It just makes sense. I'm meant to talk about fashion. I'm meant to be yes. imaginative. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that would have been very cute. And you know, I actually did remember another um, trend that I like that it's hard for me to find one that fits my body. A pleated skirt. Girl. I just love a pleated skirt. I love them. They're yeah. so It gives like Meghan Markle. Yes. <laughs> but you're right it's so hard to find in our size because when we're petite like we're not mm-hmm. that tall yes. and I the ones that are a maxi length are going to drag on the floor we're tripping over it <laughs> we have a petite waistline I know people don't want to hear about the plights of petite women but <laughs> but we have real struggles <laughs> you know you have to take every piece in like every piece yeah. that you can't find a one size skirt and stuff like that so it is a it is a slight struggle <laughs> yes. yes absolutely <laughs> Um, I'm also loving carnival costumes. So mm. what I think Fashion Month in September mm-hmm. is kicks off the start of the West Indian Day Parade, which is Labor Day weekend every single year in New York. Um, I think they're on their 99th year. Like it is truly a New York tradition. <laughs> 99th, oh my goodness. 99th. <laughs> so I really love seeing all the costumes, all the feathers, all the creativity. I walked with um, I'm Caribbean for a month mm. here and like you get to pick your outfit you have fishnets you can make your own feathers people got together and really customized and added rhinestones and stuff and I love to see that creativity especially from people from the islands because so many people from the islands make do with what they do and mm. that's so much about that's so much the spirit of of carnival so I love seeing that and um up next is 
Miami Carnival in Duval in early October. And so I love how this season of fashion coincides for the fall year, for the fall every year in September. I know I'm going to get a carnival costumes and <laughs> New York Fashion Week, girl. It's so beautiful. <laughs> oh my goodness. And you know what's wild? I did not realize, like I did realize certain cities had um carnival, but mm-hmm. I wasn't sure about Miami. Like I had no idea. Girl, Miami is a hot spot. Miami, mm. Orlando, New York. There's some mm-hmm. there's some cities that have like smaller carnivals, but these are the major ones. Labor Day mm-hmm. weekend is so massive in New York. It starts like it starts like Wednesday night, Thursday night, the night before. <laughs> people partying, going to fits, drinking up. They have juve, which is like throwing powder in like celebration. It's just mm. islands and so many different traditions. And they have the kitty carnival. It is such a festivity in New York. People, like, you go into the parade, like it's such a. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I love that that culture, that vibe. It's just, and yes. it's kind of like you know, Labor Day is the close of summer, so people yeah. are like one big last bash, one who run mm-hmm. from like Wednesday to the next Monday. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh. See, that's how you. That's how you do it. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. That's how you celebrate. Aww. Celebrate, man. I love my islands. Um, so that's what I'm loving. I'm loving the costumes lately. And I'm loving mm-hmm. the summer to fall transition. I know mm-hmm. really back in Florida, Bimsy is not having the same feeling. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> Girl, I don't know how you guys do it. When you see people yeah. transitioning to fall in like, you know, eastern states, northeastern mm-hmm. states, what do you, do you feel like you're missing out and kind of bring like the fall with you? Or is it too hot to even think about that? (laughs) (laughs) I, um, and it it is crazy because this year specifically has been one of the, probably the hottest it's ever been in Florida. Um, so like on and off, it'd be cold. It would be, you know, hot. I'm a Florida girl, born and raised. So I like the warm weather. However, you know, I'm also a fall girl. So I kind of am jealous (laughs) that it's a little cold outside for everybody else because I do want to go ahead and transition into, you know, the boots or maybe like a light trench coat or something. And knowing I probably won't be able to wear that until February. (laughs) I'm definitely a little jealous of you guys. (laughs) I remember having like, when I lived in Florida, I lived in Florida for about a decade. Mm. I had coats in the back of the closet, like We probably never saw the day. (laughs) Never saw the day. There were coats that I was like, oh, when I go up, I'm going to wear my mom's fabulous trench coat. Mm -hmm. And then being in Florida, I wore a coat one time. It got 50 degrees. (laughs) It made me wore a hot pink ankle length bubble coat that was insane. I tried to leave it on the bus. The bus driver brought it to me after school. I was like, please, God, I wanted that to land in the lost of sound. It was 59 degrees. My parents made me wear a bubble coat to school. I was so embarrassed. I don't know why. I never had a boyfriend for life. (laughs) (laughs) A bubble coat. But it really is like, for a Floridian, it just lives in the back of a closet. And you have that where you pull out the boots and the coat. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And we actually were on the phone earlier and we talked about how in Florida it might get cooler in the morning, but towards Mm -hmm. the afternoon it gets warm. So it's like you wouldn't even really want to wear a heavy coat. Because you're going to be holding it all day. For, and it's like, mm, you might as well just have a, a nice little thin long sleeve. You know, you know, you can get away with wearing when it's in the 70s. <laughs> exactly. You just reminded me of um, mm-hmm. when we used to go to the state fair yeah. in, in early September because it was back to school fair. And, you know, there used to be one person who wouldn't ride the rides and they had to hold all the coats. <laughs> oh, terrible job. 
<laughs> horrible. I know they were heavy. <laughs> heavy and hot in Florida. Oh my goodness. But I what I would love to see like I know there's like barely bare long sleeve shirts and stuff like <laughs> that's the only thing you can get yes. away from risk. <laughs> Yep, and then maybe a, li- a light little cardigan, but be prepared to leave it in your car at some point <laughs> or have someone else hold it at some point in the day. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I miss Florida's heat in the summer because I'd love to take a nice dip in the pool in the middle of the yeah. day. But when the seasons really start to change here and it starts to get really cozy and fall time, I'm like, oh, I love the Northeast. Oh, it's <sighs> That's literally, and that is fall. Like, that's how I imagine fall is a little briskness, maybe 67 degrees, 66. Oh. That just sounds amazing. You go for a nice walk. You have a mm-hmm. coffee. Oh, yes. it's wonderful. Oh, my goodness. I miss that. I'm, I'm praying, y'all. Pray for Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I love the summer to fall transition. I know people yeah. say all the time, but I love to dress for fall. Yes. Like, going from that period where it's getting to a point you can't wear a skirt out anymore unless you're wearing tights on, it's getting to that point where you definitely have to bring a jacket with you wherever you go, tied around your waist, tied around your shoulders. Yes. Why? <laughs> <laughs> for inspiration and uh-huh. I was going on a picnic in Central Park you know mm-hmm. girl and so I tied my long sleeve around my shoulders I had a vintage like um cheerleader tennis set from the 60s on and <laughs> cute you know the vintage um and so I tied my sweatshirt around my shoulder why every woman in a five mile radius I saw at the park had their sweatshirt tied over their shoulder I was like Pinterest never again (laughs) (laughs) copy and paste yes I was feeling like oh no I don't want to look like everyone else but it was a cute look it still looks adorable (laughs) (laughs) I see I think I made my husband take pictures Oh my god, that sounds so cute. And I love um, a sweater and a trend that I've been liking lately. I don't know when I'll be able to wear this because it's hot. But I love a button up and then a, a sweater on top. With yes. either a pleated skirt or like just like a pair of pants. Like I love that. That is so cute to me. I love that you're such an appreciator of like a preppy look like yes. that. <laughs> when I you think- said tennis fit, I was like, girl, that sounds so cute. Girl, I found this thing online on like an old Facebook marketplace group. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, that's the spot for vintage shopping. Wow. It, it was an original cheerleader set from the 60s. <gasps> handmade, like by a small uniform factory. It's so insanely beautiful and it's made of wool. So it's lasted for years. Like, mm. oh. It's so, and I'm going to dye it soon because it's like it's white, but it's dirty. So I'm going to dye it a different color. But it's so gorgeous. Oh, <laughs> oh girl. I know. And you keep putting me onto Facebook Marketplace. Girl, you know. <laughs> that's the only reason I log on to Facebook. I'm not <laughs> oh, my goodness. But yes, I really love the, the whole vibe of the sweater on top of it. I feel like we yes. have in us. Like, you know, we grew up watching Grand Fine on the Nanny. Yep. Right? Dean on Living Single, Hillary Banks on yes, Fresh, Fresh Prince, Whitley mm-hmm. Gilbert on A Different World. And so like that preppy style, but make it black, yes. make it us. Like, yes. I- <laughs> so cute. I literally was um adding just clothes to my Amazon wish list. I added a couple like sweaters, a couple button ups. I'm like, mm, I'm, I'm going to eat whenever it's cold <laughs> enough. I'm going to eat. <laughs> I'm gonna eat. Let's do that. Yeah. I know they call that the... um 
quiet luxury which mm. I don't necessarily subscribe to yes. but I know that people are like that's kind of the core tennis core preppy core but I'm just like I feel like it's a classic style it's timeless yeah. yes I absolutely agree I honestly um I wish I had more preppy clothes so oh. it's like I kind of want yes I would love to dress like that way more than I do but it's just a matter of where do I find it but like you said I really feel like I could go to a thrift store and find a nice outer sweater vest or a vest vest or a real sweater polo yes. that's not what I'm looking for like a vintage like Ralph Lauren oh sweater I think that'd be really cute and polos yes Girl, you have me looking for my notepad because I've been wanting to <laughs> for, like a thrift mystery box for you, and that would be Ooh. so. Cool. I really want to put one together for you and my sister. She has like the boho, earthy girl style. Yeah, like, I start doing that for my my clients, my inner circle. <laughs> no, really, because and, and I told Felicia when I visited New York, I was like, "Girl, I'm literally gonna have you going on missions, and I'm just gonna pay you before then, and be like, hey." Here's some extra money for just the fact that you have to leave your house to buy this for me. <laughs> and then here's the money for the clothes. And please, please ship it. Because New York has all the gems. We already know that. New Girl. York is literally the fashion capital of the world. They have all the gems for a reasonable price. Like, you would think because it's New York, it would be expensive. Girl, the um, the little secret. <laughs> I don't know if it's secret now because it was kind of busy when we were there. Vintage <laughs> store we went to. Girl, I was like, I would buy this. Girl, like, like in a heartbeat. What was that? Yes. In Soho, Second Street, they have a couple locations. Actually, they just opened up in Jersey too. They're expanding. Ooh. They're not. They're not so much a secret anymore because TikTok blew them up. <laughs> oh lord! But it really is about the hunt. If you're willing to like, I don't just go into one thrift store. Although I'm blessed by the thrift gods at all times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just go to one thrift store. If I go, if I know I'm going thrifting, I have that either that morning or that afternoon to focus on it. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm going to three thrift stores and I know I'm looking for example, a silver top, or I know I'm looking for preppy pieces for my bestie or mm -hmm. for pieces for my sister. Like I have that all in my mind mm -hmm. and I have a magnet, like it attracts to me. Like I can go into a thrift store and be like, I'm looking for a coat. I'm looking for a trench coat with a belt. Like I can even get specific and say <laughs> with a spark gold belt. And it just attracts to me because I am, I like go into it like an adventure. I'm willing to dive into the racks. I'm mm -hmm. looking in the back. I'm looking in the men's section. <laughs> yes. Section. Like it really is a hunt, but I understand that everybody wants to do the hunt. That's why you can come to me at Bougie Bark and stuff. <sighs> and okay. Another mystery box for you girlies. <laughs> yes. You better let them know. Girl, you, you know, I'm bringing them to the know. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, I've been told for, for years she needs to be a stylist, period. Like, you okay. should have been doing this since high school, but... Okay, as we close this segment out, I want you to give me your list of dream jobs. If you could have a dream job... Ooh, I'm okay. And to be a stylist or to work in costume design, like for a theater or for a TV production company, that would be such a... Yo, okay, wow, that's so crazy you said TV production. Okay, because, you know, I, I'm into TV production and that's, like, my field. Yes. That was my, that was one of my dream jobs, oh, being the cost. That's why I'm like, that's so crazy. I've never heard anyone say that being the costume set um, for like a TV show or a movie mm -hmm. or being um, uh, like an interior like designer for like certain events. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Like set design. Yes. Oh my God. You would be so good at that. Like you have the eye for like recreating a visual and like you, you get the vibe, like you know how to translate an artist's mindset and an artist's yeah. 
vision mm-hmm. it's like, oh my god I could so see you doing that we have yes. to do this <laughs> oh my gosh I could literally see you doing all the things that you said you want to do like I, I would so. love like first of all there's just something about theater that is just like I just love it like it just makes me happy like I'm just like I love seeing like it come together right. because I um in middle school I went to a private Christian middle school every year they mm-hmm. made us do a play and I was like that was like the best part of school was like <laughs> when we were working on the play for two months like <laughs> I love that yes it was I so much fun in the production I, mm-hmm. like it really is I think something that you get and this is why you get music you get you get media you get set yes. you understand that a visual is not just a visual. It's it's about the audio. It's about the feeling it gives you. Mm-hmm. It's even like the smell. Like I was funny. Yeah. Was on, um, Trixie's Motel today. Trixie Motel, Ooh. the queen, eating like her own Malibu motel. Aiden, <gasps> she sorry Palm Springs theme motel. And Ooh, that's cute. She, it's so cute. And she talked about like customizing this room just like Malibu, mm-hmm. created a sunset, created an epoxy floor that looks like the ocean, and was talking about like the music that goes with it. And all I could think was, oh, she has to have a signature scent for this room. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I feel like you understand a creative mind like that. Like it's not just about the look, it's also about the feeling. It's about the yes. sm- it's, like it's a full package. Absolutely. Oh, I love our minds. Right. <laughs> Me too. Ugh. Now I'm daydreaming about like theater costumes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Have you seen Bridgerton and Queen Charlotte? Those costumes. <gasps> yes. Oh my goodness. To die for. Oh my goodness. I it's can't... like, I always admire how they dressed in that era, but I'm so glad I was not alive <laughs> during then because I know they was hot. Girl, I have of uh, Queen Charlotte, he says, you look uh-huh. stiff. And she's like, I've got a corset made of whalebone. Yep. And if I move an inch, this this lace will slice me to shreds. And she's just talking about all the discomfort it comes with to be a woman. And I'm like, here I am in 2023. I can't even be bothered to put a bra on. I'm like, imagine. <laughs> they probably would never think the day would come where we could just walk out in a sports bra and shorts. <laughs> they're like athleisure what is this (laughs) they're like um you leave the house like this like what a lady (laughs) yes we do (laughs) right (laughs) oh my god girl they rolling in their graves but yeah it's it's absolutely gorgeous stunning i would say makeup too i wish i was better at makeup i'm sure i I can get there with practice but i used to want to do like makeup for like um plays and theater makeup yeah I see that because you're so good at being like experimental with makeup. Like, yes, so I want to start doing it again because I've been boring. But no, <laughs> you're so good at like trying the new trend. You'll be like, I just tried this brand new Euphoria eye, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I was struggling through the Euphoria face. Right. It was like doing geometry on her eye. Oh my gosh, so jealous. <laughs> I missed that era, but yeah, it was hard. It was it was definitely hard, and I was practicing. You have the patience the Lord <laughs> bless me with. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, I'm so excited to get into our segment today. We're going to talk about New York Fashion Week and the status of Fashion Month thus far. So we're going to get into our segment. This week, we're talking about Fashion Month. We kicked off with New York Fashion Week, of course, opening in early September. We're continuing into London Fashion Week, which is currently happening. And we're moving into Milan and Paris Fashion Week to follow. Don't quote me on the dates, girlies. I'm not NewYorkFashionWeek.com. 
gmail.com. We'll have it in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty. I know we've been catching uh, a few shows online and recapping. I unfortunately, thank you for all that asked. I unfortunately was not able to attend Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week, as I usually do because I was sick and I'm not one of those girls that goes outside and contagions. I stay in <laughs> and I eat my soups and liquids. Yes. <laughs> I unfortunately was down for the count this September, but I will be back in February. See you soon, girlies. Um, I saw some great things come out of New York Fashion Week. I know the girlies are saying New York Fashion Week is dead. We'll come back to that. Um, but <laughs> what have you been watching? So I have been watching. I haven't watched um, too many. I've seen some clips on TikTok. However, one designer that I just always look forward to seeing every year, and you guys forgive me if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, but Hel Helmut Lang? I think it's Helmut Lang. The okay, Helmut Lang. intermission we had, I Googled, I think it's Helmut. Don't okay. quote Right, don't quote us. <laughs> Helmut Lang. Um, I started working at this retail store a couple of years ago. I won't name drop because they don't exist anymore. But um, right. It was a luxury um, designer consignment store. So we did have some Helmut Lang. And whenever I would see it, I was like, this is cute. And then so I kind of was just doing my research on the designer since then. And I've always just loved um, his designs, his looks. I'm actually looking right now. If you haven't seen the Helmut Lang collection, it's, of course, giving a lot of heavy suiting. Um, Vogue describes it. I love this quote. There are seatbelt straps, seatbelt straps that crisscross the torso and pass through belt loops. They are straight out of the archive. I really like that because it does have these um, straps that almost look like a military uniform as they cross over the chest and torso, and it's giving like really '80s utilitarian vibes because, yes. of course, fashion is cyclical. <laughs> exactly, especially look number three. I like it. It's it's almost kind of like you said like you two you tip i can't even say the word utilitarian you girl, yes. <laughs> it's not easy don't roll off the tongue <laughs> exactly it definitely looks like um fashionable sergeant i love it though i love the pants Absolutely. um with the pink streak on this on this side but the look i was um referring to is look 35 the jeans i love them so we're looking at look number three, which is a waist length trench coat with, like they said, a seat belt strap across the torso around the waist. And then it has like a nice slack pant. But instead of a traditional slack, you see like a race car stripe down the side of the pant. Absolutely love look number three. And then look 35. I love the size of this collection. 47 looks in total. Uh, look number right. 35, like you said, has this great pant oh my is this like a denim it is denim it's like a denim with screen printed helmet laying disco balls like it just it's very vintage and the shirt is excellent <laughs> i love this look me too me too and then also i saw look scroll up a little bit look 25 as well it's similar um with the pants but it has a matching jacket as well with the newspaper mm -hmm. it almost looks like a newspaper it looks so vintage newspaper print. I love it. Yes, and I love that too. Was it Carrie Bradshaw? Was she yeah. wore Chino possibly? Or maybe it was, I'm thinking of another designer, but Carrie Bradshaw wore like this iconic newspaper print dress. And now yes. I see so many collections have to have the newspaper print like when they recreate. I love this. <laughs> exactly. I literally just Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at a uh, look number 25 of the Helmet Lang collection is a 
almost like an um, athletic jacket, like you might see on like a lacrosse uh, possible match with a zip up and then a matching pant. Yes. And it's just the perfect athleisure meets like, this is definitely athleisure because I would not work out in this. Like At it's all. so high end. Like. <laughs> Very much so. Oh, okay. So the dress, the newspaper dress is actually Galliano. Thank you. John yes. Gunn. I know. It was going to bother me if I didn't know. Thank you. <laughs> so it's such good podcasters. We're excellent researchers. Yes. <laughs> I got you. I absolutely love this Helmet Lynn collection. I also really enjoyed Philip Lim. Have you had a chance to take a look at that show? I also really like Philip Lim too. I love Philip Lim, like consistent year after year. Yes. Okay, look number two in that lilac. Oh my God. That's that's what made me say, oh my gosh. This reminds me so much of Mira Palais. I hope we're pronouncing mm-hmm. that correctly with the silent. I think so. But they yeah. that silhouette, it's that we're looking at look number two of 3.1 Philip Lim. This is spring 2024, ready to wear. Um, mm-hmm. So this is like a beautiful semi-sheer, it looks like a long tunic shirt with a slit making it asymmetrical and then like a pant. It almost reminds me of, um, I know Indian women of certain cultures, they kind of wear the two-piece pant set. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of has a ruffle down the right side. It's like a ruffled scarf. It is the most beautiful lilac. And it's so delicate. It's definitely giving fairy core. What do you think? Yes, I, I love it. And I love a, a lilac. I love, <sighs> I just love the, and you know, I never even noticed when I first saw it that it was a um, asymmetrical tunic it truly that is so cute like a little like a little split in it yes it truly looks like a dress like that's so comfortable to be having the look of a dress but actually be having the comfort of pants exactly I have always loved Philip Lim I just feel like they consistently have been serving looks um I like that they they have like really classic elegant looks but they also are okay with experimenting and showing a bit of midriff like I just feel like everything is layered really effortlessly because yes. I am I'm someone who when I layer I feel chunky I feel lumpy <laughs> like right sweaters earlier and I felt like Oscar the Grouch but I think they do a really good job of layering where you're warm but you're so so stylish exactly and I'm just looking oh wow denim there's denim pieces in here this is a really thorough collection. Like you start with Very. the or you go into the black pieces that you could even wear in the office, the cream and neutral tones. And then there's like pops of color throughout. I really like look 17. Why did you read my mind? I was looking you were gonna at say look that. 17. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Like <sighs> the pants. I see. Cause again, with us being on the petite side, I feel like what I look for in a pant is for it to cinch my body in some type of way right yeah. I don't want it to look like it's just the pants wearing me I want to look like I'm wearing the pants it's right. fitted correctly I love how it's cinched at the weight that with the belt but it's also long I do not mind the long look I'll wear a heel if I need to yes. but I do like um the look of like the oversized um length of the pants and then the top is just gorgeous the pants are giving like a really great chino fit. So what we're seeing here is a great khaki pant. It has a beautiful knit waistline with a um, simple gold, almost uh, sort of a crescent moon belt at the waist um, in, in like a, a deep brass gold tone. And then the pant is kind of like a chino fit, 
um, and she is wearing a simple brown sandal with a um, cinched camisole top that sort of has a, a ruffled diamond in the front. And the way the, the, the point of the diamond points to the gold in the belt, everything is just drawn to the waistline and it makes everything look even more cinched. Paired with this amazing straw uh, bag that's kind of shaped like the Louis Vuitton Alma, like the mm. whole look is a 10 out of 10. Yes. I'm in love with it. Oh my goodness. This Philip Lim collection could not get any better. <laughs> right. Right. I think um, it goes further into maxi dresses. And that's where you get really, uh, really colorful treats. Like look number 37 is a full length maxi dress in lime green. And then it has, I think this is for floral prints all over. Yes. Oh yeah. Floral prints head to toe and sort of like, is that a, bandage strip down the front it does look like it the girlies are getting so creative <laughs> that is really cute i love philip Lim. i've always loved their pieces next up on the list i have proenza Scholler. yes another designer that i discovered working um at that job that i actually fell in love with as well that is such, now, such information. Right? One of the looks that, that was one of my favorites um, was look 26. It just looks very whimsical. And I will let Felicia, because she does such such a well job of like describing a look to a T, <laughs> where you can actually visualize it. So I'll let her explain it. But I just love how angelic and whimsical and just flowy the outfit looks. Give me the look number again. I definitely want to see this one. Yes. Look 26. Look 26. Okay. So we're looking at spring 2024 ready to wear. This is available yes. on Vogue Runway. Like the best ever site to recap the official shows. I have seen their photographers like front and center at the shows and they will literally dive in like not all <laughs> they will dive on the floor to get their shot and yeah, dive. like they take their jobs seriously <laughs> they are not playing yes um, so look number 26 is oh my god I love this I love a two-piece set because you know you're getting a versatile piece so mm. it's this flowing cascading mini skirt made of the most like beautiful it almost looks like organza silk with a slight pleat you see some of the skirt is just flowing and some of it is pleated in the back, which is an interesting mix of textures. And it's paired with, I'd say a three quarter sleeve, um, definitely about mid thigh length long sleeve top. Um, but the top left half is just cascading down to the side and it just all flows so beautifully. At first glance, you can't tell if it's a skirt or a dress. It just it literally looks like the colors of the wind, like the way it moves. That's beautiful. Loved and love look 26. Peronza Scholler, I've got to find the name of this collection because it's really ethereal. I don't have a name of the collection, but I always like to look that up when I'm looking at um, when I'm looking at New York Fashion Week shows because from the name to the inspiration to the music, these designers like really think it through. Yeah. I'm looking at other looks I like at Pulling the Shoulder. A lot of suits. We're still seeing suits carry through season to season to season. Right? Uh, a lot of all red looks. I've definitely been seeing more silver. I love that Beyonce said, I want people to wear silver to my tour. And you're seeing the designers follow through. They're like, okay, girlies, get your silver. <laughs> <laughs> Come get your silver. <laughs> Stodd, did you get a look yes. show? 
I did. They also had a couple um fishnet dresses. That's so funny. We're seeing that like from show to show. We're seeing that trend. Oh my god, how beautiful. This color scheme. The blues and the purples. Uh, are we seeing a trend here? Are you noticing so much blue? Right? So much lilac. Oh, look number 39. I cannot tell if it's a pants or a skirt. It looks like a big set of palazzo pants. So wide that it looks like a maxi skirt. Ooh. Aren't those so cool? And I love a floor length skirt. Me too. And dress, even as a short girl. I <laughs> love it. Listen, we'll hem it. <laughs> right. We'll do what we have to do. We've got tailors for a reason. I'm and that's one no for real. We have we have all we have people who alter for reasons. And that's um one thing I love about this collection is that most of the pieces are, you know, floor length dresses, Ooh. flowy, even um if you scroll up to look 27, the color Ooh. gorgeous. Oh. Like this is this is so cute. So look 27 I think that's a maxi dress. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant um 28, but they're both the same in a different color. Yeah, I can't tell. Is that a jumpsuit? So what we're looking Whoa, at? Oh, I didn't even think of that. It kind of looks like a dress, but now I'm unsure. <laughs> right. It looks like a. So it looks like a. It's a spaghetti strap dress in this beautiful flowing mm -hmm. chiffon color. At mm -hmm. the top, we're looking at a deep peach color. But as you transcend into the thigh area, you see it go into a lighter, um, almost like salmon. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I was thinking, salmon. Yes. And the pants or the skirt, we can't tell. Mm -hmm. It it looks like a jumpsuit almost, the way the pant kind of billows into a bell shape at the ankle. Um, but it could be uh, a figure. It flows so beautifully. Yes. And I love it. It is so it's so cute. And I'm even, I um, think I uh, mentioned this while we we're having a conversation. Just in general, I mentioned like, I do not, and I have never hated the denim on denim. Love. With look 25. I love that. And I love not only denim on denim, but like color blocking, like a dark on the bottom or dark on the top and then white at the bottom. You have to know how to mix and mesh your washes. And mm -hmm. the, we're looking at look 25 and thoughts. And you see it's like a deep, deep classic blue denim chambray top and it's paired with these boyfriend low-rise jeans in a light wash but you see the seam of that jean it still has that hint of that deep indigo dark wash in it like they really coordinated that really well yes i absolutely look love look number one which is just a simple slip gown in a, a sort of periwinkle color um, but I really love the color scheme of this entire collection. We have periwinkle, we have a, a very, very light lavender, and then it transitions <laughs> into like a deeper navy blue and then back into seafoam green. It's a really yeah. playful color palette. Very. And look number one is absolutely gorgeous too. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's just a flowing gown. Really, um, the waistline just kind of falls on her thighs. Like you, you see, it really is a classic slip dress. I think we're going to see a lot more pajamas coming back outside as fashion. Remember when that was a big thing? Yes. <laughs> I think we're going to see nightgowns like that way more. <laughs> and I'm not upset by that because I love a good nightgown. I love a good nightgown. Maybe it's wishful thinking because I have like so many vintage nightgowns. I'm like, girlies, mm -hmm. what are we wearing right now? <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Why did we stop wearing nightgowns, you guys? Rihanna <laughs> does it so effortlessly. We can do it. Okay. That was the first person I thought of, too, when I said that. And even, like, if it was socially acceptable to wear, like, a robe with, like, a little dress under, just, like, uh, as a kimono, I would do that. You don't have to tell anybody. Half the time, people won't know. <laughs> Most people they won't know for themselves. If it's a silk robe, they're going to think it's a kimono anyway, so. They're like, wow, she's so fashionable. She's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh, these are such good collections. Um, I'm now looking at Kate, which is starts with an all black color palette. It starts Ooh. with an all black color palette, then transitions into white, and we see splashes of red. This is a really classic color. Yes, and this is definitely, um, definitely reminding me of the '80s with Ooh. the, especially with look number thirteen that trench coat. Oh my gosh, look number fifteen is so pretty. Look number 13 is a beautiful, I'd say ankle length trench coat with such square shoulder line. And I really love the firmness of the the belt. It's tied and secured in a very, very military. (laughs) It's not going nowhere. It's not getting untied. It's not loosening up. Nothing. It is tied. Right. I think a really good representation of the 80s look is also look number eight with the square shoulder line. It's um, an ankle length blazer dress, sharp square shoulder line, and leather accents on the pointed collar, as well as leather gloves. It is like like the Matrix level looks. (laughs) Like, it's so good. Yes. Um, got to go to look number 15 which you pointed out because we go straight from like 80 sharp shoulder to like a flowing gown of a goddess yes (laughs) I can't even like describe it's got this beautiful it's an all-white gown it's so white it like glows blue in the darkness of this runway and it has a slit all the way up the thigh with a simple v neckline it's like an angel yes it's very angelic. And I love how it's kind of like snuck in there. And then we come back to the, the trench coats and blazers, right. kind of like the 80s inspiration. Mm-hmm. And then we do have at look 20, it's another um, dress and it's black with the double side splits to the thigh. That's really pretty. This also reminds me of Mira Palais where it has those, the, the, it is a simple slip dress. And then at the knee, it starts to split off and it kind of has like tendrils. I mm. really like the tendril look we've been seeing trending in fashion a lot. Yes, me too. Oh, so this is a great collection. It has a, some really amazing red pieces, mm. but I think the standout piece is number 29, which is uh I'd say knee length dress, hmm. long sleeve, uh, f- uh, full uh, s- like scoop neck collar. Mm-hmm. And just like it, it almost like I can't describe the way the gown hugs the wearer's body, but it looks like a sculpture. It looks like clay the way it yes. is. Yes. It's gorgeous. And it's, it's crazy because it's not even like super form fitting or tight. It is looser, but it almost looks like you said, like it was literally sculpted yeah. onto her. It looks like claymation. It's amazing. And yes. I was saying, I wonder what AI and the different uh, the different fashion brands are going to incorporate in terms of technology. And I'm wondering how they 
crafted this look or if this is just a trick of the eye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's talk about this PLT show. So this is Naomi Campbell for Pretty Little Thing. I was really surprised by this collaboration, Um, but we've seen recently that Naomi Campbell is willing and open to doing fashion collabs. So we've seen her do H&M and a few others previously, but now we have Pretty Little Thing and Naomi Campbell. How do the fashion girlies feel about this? And I ask because many were not happy with the influencers who participated in the Pretty Little Thing show Mm. last season. So I'm interested to see this sort of turnaround. I mean, I'm happy to have a, a wonderful oh. sign-on such as Naomi Campbell, but I'm surprised that people open their arms so willingly to Pretty Little Thing this season. Wow, that's a really good point. Because Pretty Little Thing, um, to me, it's almost like neck and neck with like Fashion Nova and like mm. Shein. So I'm interested. I'm interested. I have not seen the collection, um, so I'm looking forward to seeing it. Absolutely. But do, do you know if it's like um been like sold out or something already? Is it still available? Uh, from what I saw recently, it sold out pretty quickly. That's what I thought. There were quite a few PR packages, so there were people who the same day of the show or within you know a couple of days of the show, they were able to do hauls on TikTok and YouTube and things like that to keep the the people who didn't attend the show interested. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not surprised that it sold out because anything Naomi Campbell, it's like anything Beaumont, like when Beaumont and H&M did the collaboration. It's like like when you have the Naomi Campbell cosign in the name, mm-hmm. you're really it, like you're going to nearly guarantee a sellout, you know? Mm. So yeah. um, but I'd like I. I, ex- I, I don't think I expected her, but I think most know Naomi Campbell for exclusively collaborating mostly with high-end brands so i'm really surprised Hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. correct me if i'm wrong girlies (laughs) (laughs) no i don't think you're wrong because that seems on brand for her that's why i was kind of surprised too because i was like she was giving like too bougie for that but (laughs) (laughs) but so look number three we are looking at mirror play ready to wear spring 2024 uh look number three is a dusty pink strapless uh ruffle top midi dress and you can see the short skirt lining which is uh i'd say uh, very very mid thigh and then you see a sort of tulle pettiskirt over the top just the layering and the uh you're seeing the inside out the barely there look that you know fashion loves to play with it's so playful, but it's also very risque. Like mm-hmm. it's that dusty pink childish color. Yes. But then it's okay with the sheer skirt. Oh yes. my God. It's very feminine. It's beautiful. Beautiful. And okay, so when I reposted um some of her looks on my story, look number seven, I need that in my closet now oh. for my birthday. It's that was beautiful. one of the looks that I'm like, I need, I need Opali to make a version of this. So it's cheaper, <laughs> but I need this dress. So look number seven. Oh my God, this is such a great birthday look. So it's a beautiful tube top um, with sort of like, a, I'd say almost like a bra top and, and for the top half and it's tubed. And then it um, fans out into a ruffled mini skirt 
that is not even mid thigh length, like it's upper thigh length. And it's just so flirty. And you see the detail in the ruffle. It seems like it's maybe a satin or a different fabric than the rest of the dress. And it's a, it's like a cream, like a cream pink color. It's heavenly. I love it. Yes. <laughs> it's so fairy core. Very fairy core. You know, that's been like something I've been obsessing over lately. Same, same, same. <sighs> uh, I love look number, there we go. Look number 15 is, uh, it has a button front. It's a midi A-line dress. Oh my goodness. And it has buttons from literally the breast line all the way to the I knee. don't think I've ever seen a dress look this amazing on somebody. The way the the, the midriff it's cinched. It's cinched. This is like, so this is why how I need all my dresses to fit. <laughs> this is like, how they need to fit me. <laughs> And they made it so elegant. They paired it with a tilted straw fascinator hat. And it just looks like, it looks like My Fair Lady. It's beautiful. Yes. I can oh. literally see you in this outfit with the hat, like the entire outfit from head to toe. You know my look so much. <laughs> oh, I like to look like I stepped out of a Nicholas Sparks novel. <laughs> that's lit. When I tell y'all, she is my style inspiration. Because that's the look I'm trying to embody now, child. I don't care if I'm, like I said, if I'm going to the grocery store. That's, That's how the- I need to be looking. I am living in my own rom com. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, but all the dress- <laughs> exactly. Okay, my-, my final favorite look is look number t- twenty eight. Okay. I mean, does she not look like a mermaid in this gown? Let me see. And I know it's so hard to pick because these are all amazing. Um, this is like it's a. a 30. Oh my gosh! Wait, it's isn't so- this the dress that? JT wore or she wore something very similar to this no way I know she's for poster girl so I'm not sure if she's from Mira Palais as well this dress is stunning it's amazing so we're looking at stunning eight um it is a strapless head-to-toe corset dress with the most beautiful mermaid silhouette it's in a gorgeous champagne color with a sweetheart cups neckline and it is Oh my god, to die for the model looks like a goddess. Aphrodite. Yes. Like, oh, and you have to wear no underwear with this one because you yeah, it's gonna look tacky if you do. Like I said, head to toe corset. It's so beautiful. <laughs> oh my gosh. 28 is so gorgeous. I also like 27 too. Oh, beautiful. But I love a good risque piece, Chai. Now, like I said, I love see-through. I love a little lace. I love a risque piece. I'm not really the type to be like I, you know, you tone it down in the right environment, but I love a risque piece because the body is art and it's part of a look sometimes. Like this look we're looking at, it's a completely sheer uh, strapless maxi gown. Uh, It has a beautiful train and it's all black and uh, polka dotted lace with a simple black lace bra top underneath and a simple black lace thong. And it's risque, but there's something playful about risqueness. You know, I know people think risque can be inherently bad, but it's an expression Mm -hmm. of the female body. It's an expression of the female form. And if you don't like it, close your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you. Mira Palais has easily become one of my favorite designers just based on this collection. Girl, I opened a tab with, just her other stuff and I'm like yeah I 
it's giving I want to order something for my birthday. <laughs> Men, this is how we make our birthday wish list. Girl. Yes. <laughs> Ugh, love, love, love everything about that collection. Yes. So I'm loving these designers and I especially want to shout out the Black fashion designers who were able to make it to Fashion Week. It is no easy feat to make it to New York Fashion Week. Um, mm. I know the Black and Fashion Council had some greats this year. Um, so we're going to start with Fumi the Label. They make some wonderful knit pieces that are in just every color. It's F-U-M-I, the label. Um, and so they make some beautiful knit pieces, which funny, funnily enough, similar to that mirror Palais piece, have that sort of head to toe button. But to me, it's about the tailoring and the silhouettes in these pieces. Like they really bring the color and the vibrance, but they also bring silhouettes that are strong and I can't describe the fabric that they're made out of. It's almost like a stretch knit. I had the chance to touch them in person Ooh. in the uh, Black and Fashion Council showrooms last season. And it's like a stretch knit with sort of like a bandeau toughness. I absolutely love Fumi the Label and urge you all to check them out. Bims, what do you think of Fumi? I literally am looking at her designs right now. Gorgeous. 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 And li- like you were saying with the dress with the buttons all the way at the bottom, Ugh. they actually have this two-piece that I'm looking at with same thing with the buttons um, on the sides on the pants and then on the sleeve. It's gorgeous. And love, love, love supporting a fellow Nigerian. Nigeria, babe. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, to throw that in there. But yes, you guys definitely should. This is This is gorgeous. And I love that, you know, it's, it's on the more affordable side compared to a lot of other um, designers. Oh my goodness, the Olivia dress. Oh my God. That's like, I literally have that bookmarked on my birthday. <laughs> like, it's so beautiful. We yes. Look- <laughs> so next up we have Tia Adiola. Tia Adiola is a show that I look forward to every single season Mm. out out to the diaspora like honestly like I'm just so amazed by her every single season so I was disappointed to see that they did not have a show this season but it is so difficult to put together a show and the scale of shows that Tia Adeola has put on over the last year she collaborated with Nike she was at the um what's that spot called not the the dugout it's this massive venue that she covered um so it's really amazing to see Tia Adiola in any capacity so to see uh-huh. um, Tia have a showroom and get to get, have the opportunity for buyers and uh, you know you can go to the Black and Fashion Council showroom as just a regular civilian you email and you sign up for a time slot and you can go visit and so I love having um I love to see these Black and Fashion Council designers have an opportunity to just meet everyday people who are interested in fashion week who are interested in fashion who just may be visiting with family or or, you know just you know experiencing it for the first time yeah love this collection 12 piece collection from Tia Adiola this year oh my gosh I love I love the way she plays with ruffles oh my goodness okay I'm literally just now just on her entire collections the backless butterfly dress oh my gosh this butterfly gown like that literally belongs in my closet it literally belongs in a <laughs> the look number one of the Tia Adiola is oh uh, my goodness it's a back bearing completely sheer baby blue gown with a ruffled tra- ruffled uh, sort of train at the back and 
light purple butterflies all up and down. It is so beautiful. It's literally like you would see a fairy emerging from a thing <laughs> in this. Like, it's gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. She's always given fairy core. Look number four, look number three is reminiscent of Throwback to Adiola. Way back in the day, she sent a wonderful piece to Kali Uchis, um, who performed in a red ruffled number, which was a two-piece off-shoulder set, all ruffled, and then a skirt short set that was all ruffled. And it's been such an iconic piece that you see an iteration of it in every collection. That's a mm. collection. I'm loving this like periwinkle version. Oh my goodness. I love like how she plays with ruffles because I've never been a fan of ruffles until a couple right. years ago. And I just love when it's subtle and it's like like with look number seven, I've never seen a ruffle at the top of a skirt. Right. So the ruffle here, we're looking at an all white sheer skirt. Um, it stops at the ankle and it has a sort of uh, sort of jellyfish mermaid uh, base. But the waistline is not a traditional straight waistline. It's all ruffles all around. And it's like, it's so unexpected, but I love it. Like you said, I've never enjoyed ruffles, but the way Tia Adiola <laughs> does it, she mm. makes it not childish. <laughs> Literally. And I also love how it's cinched at the waist. Right. Like she well. really knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. I love her. She's definitely like must watch Tia Adiola. Like she has had such wonderful shows back to back to back. She deserves so much more recognition. Like Aww. oh my, the talented designer. And she's young. I think she's like twenty three. Oh my goodness, <laughs> girl, go ahead. These young girls are out here doing it. Okay, absolutely. Um, and finally, Kilentar, K I L E N T A R. Uh, they were recently at the Black and Fashion Council showrooms. I have seen them for maybe two years now. I'm sure they've been around for longer, but they've recently popped into the scene and I'm really loving their pieces. So Kalentar is founded uh, from a British Nigerian woman named Michelle Adekou. Hey! Yes. <laughs> uh, it promotes sustainability by using recycled leather, patchwork, and fabrics. Uh, and it was founded in 2019, a very new up-and-coming brand. But girl, this is not up-and-coming. These designs are so regal. I love the patterns they play with. Like these yeah. colors are, these are, it's blue, it's green, it's neutral brown. But mm-hmm. they do their patterns. Like there's this one shirt that looks like it's painted. Like it looks like it's been painted with paintbrushes. Another looks like it's mosaic tile. Like you can tell they mix the textures with classic patterns. Yes. This is beautiful. I love Kalantar. Um, so these are some Black and Fashion Council um, showroom uh, designers to check out. Black and Fashion Council is a, a coalition um, founded by Black and Fashion Council editor. Uh, sorry, Black and Fashion editors, designers, people who want to highlight um, uh, brands and opportunities in fashion. Um, so I'm really, really enjoying their showroom and just want to get the word out that anyone can visit. I visited as a writer, um, but mm-hmm. you can visit as a civilian, just someone who wants to shop and learn more about brands. Oh, I love that. Absolutely. Okay, so we'll get into the rest of our show recaps. So today we're looking at Depetia Spring 2024, ready to wear. Depetza? You know I'm not great with pronunciation. <laughs> learning i really loved what the um, author on vogue said here the mood embodied a goddess fantasy with cut out dresses of varying lengths and lashings of gold details throughout 
And it literally looks like, Bims, we were just saying, like, the first few looks are gold and they look like statues. But everything else really is, like, a goddess draping in her fabrics. Yes. I absolutely love the way the first look. It drapes on her body as if, like you said, she's a statue and that was just painted and chiseled onto her. I am obsessed. Painted is like the perfect word you use because you know how they say liquid look? It literally looks like like glittering paint dripping off of her. How did they do this? That's what I'm saying. I absolutely love it. I did see it on Instagram earlier and I was just like, who is this designer? I have not heard of Deep Petsa before, but this is definitely turning me um, towards them and I'm excited to see more of their work. But I absolutely, that Goddess was the first thing I thought of when I saw some of the first pieces from this collection also um as far as like the draping look number seven it's oh, like wow. a off the shoulder um and then half sleeve it's like the way it falls on her yes yeah definitely like a half sleeve it's um, like one is a sleeveless shoulder and the other is a full like almost bat wing sleeve yes That's oh like- is that what it's called it's cool I, almost, like, I think a bat wing is a bit wider than that, but it's a really cool look. It's almost like the mummy, you know? <laughs> oh my goodness. No, really. I have heard of Depezza before um, mm-hmm. a few fashion weeks ago. Actually, a, a writer I used to work with uh, at Methater Magazine, she always had such like, I would say her style is so much so, so similar to yours where it's like alternative, a little Afropunk, a little goth. And yeah. she put me on Depezza. Um, and it was just like, I always got like an ethereal vibe, but like a dark fairy, a dark goddess, uh, like vibe from their collections. And I know that the designer pays close attention to art and history. Mm-hmm. And so we can see like, I think in Vogue, they say some of the dresses and some of the models look like vases. Um, and in previous collections, they were meant to embody pregnant bodies. Like mm-hmm. I- when people get into their art history bag with their fashions <laughs> yes me too it's so beautiful um uh, i think we're seeing blue trending this season uh if we see look number 16 17 15 uh 27 34 are blue and look number 34 specifically is denim what did we say about denim yesterday girly love a denim piece especially denim on denim Yes, we love a denim tuxedo. And like, how many seasons has denim been trending? I think Mm -hmm. because it's so versatile, like everyone loves denim. Everyone has a childhood memory with denim. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a denim piece. I feel like once it comes back into the trend cycle, it sticks for a long time. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I definitely agree with that. I'm loving it. This is bringing back 2005s for me. (laughs) Yes, because I always think of the... was at the video music awards with Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake when they had the denim on denim and they were together and I was just like yes yes we live for this yes (laughs) we need this as a culture keep it going yes gown (laughs) (gasps) Britney oh my no because I'm I'm about to look that up right now that was such an iconic look. Brittany has served us so many iconic looks. We could have a whole episode of this podcast just de- dedicated to Britney Spears. <laughs> yes. You're absolutely right. It was a denim dress. Oh, my gosh. It looked like a denim prom dress. Like, it was so long and flowing. Yes. 
I love Britney. Me too. Uh, yes. The final collection we're going to go over is Sergio Hudson. Sergio Hudson is a well-known designer. I would say he even borders on the line of stylists and um, what Law Roach Quinn is a style architect um, because he's so well-known for styling voluptuous, fabulous Black women like Jennifer Hudson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's now currently working with Kiki Palmer and her new post-baby body. Um, I love the way Sergio's pieces fall. From look number one, which is like a square square neckline with the trench coat all the way through to the pencil skirts and flowing gowns like you get everything in this collection but one thing he pays attention to is the detail like you're getting a sharp shoulder you're getting a cinched waistline like the lasers are so angular it's like he like used the measuring tape i mean duh (laughs) (laughs) you're absolutely right everything is very precise i absolutely love look number two and how it fits on the model you have the pointed shoulder with the blazer but then the vest under is cinched Mm. and she is snatched she is strutting in that (laughs) like it could be this is your grandpa's suit but then it has these extreme peaked 80 shoulders and like you said that nipped corset waist in the vest and the slack is flowing so like effortlessly effortlessly I'm sorry like it really just feels like it's so elevated it doesn't feel costumey but it feels out of a different era yes perfectly put I think they said Sergio's inspiration yes um Hudson uh, tied in a 70s inspiration with a dash of lace smoking I will say there uh the silhouettes uh, tied in the 70s inspiration on uh, they say on Vogue uh, and you can really tell that with the way that 70s colors are pulled in like orange in look number 11 number 15 but also I love that Sergio will always serve you a burgundy look like that is his signature <laughs> yes and not his final look in his own being a full-on burgundy on burgundy look. <laughs> has to be Sergio's favorite color I honestly, I love the burgundy. Oh, that's beautiful. You were previously mentioning look number 39. Yes. She, oh my gosh, the flow. The flow. I love how it's almost like in like the creases of the dress, there's a completely different material. Is that, I don't even want, is it chiffon? I'm not even sure what it is, but. Looks like satin, like this. It looks like the skirt yeah. is a pleated satin or possibly a silk. And then the top is a semi sheer. This is a full mustard head to toe look. And the top is like a semi sheer organza. It could be a light linen. And there's a pussy bow uh, necktie at the neckline with a huge gold 80s belt. She looks like she stepped out of Studio 54 and was like immortalized in time. <laughs> <laughs> It's beautiful. I would wear this like my 50th birthday. (laughs) Honestly. And I always love a garment that has like a, I'm not sure what it's called, but it has like the tie in the front on the neckline. It's just so classy. It's very classy. They call that, I wish they had a better name for it, but they call that the pussy bow collar. Oh, that's what, okay. So that's what you're saying. (laughs) It's really funny, but I think they should pick another nickname. (laughs) Right. Because how did you even come up with that? Right. I think this like whole collection is so good. And again, what are we seeing? Blue. Look number 17, 14. That's exact. You know, so I was literally looking at 17 and I was like, this color of blue is gorgeous. And also the way the blazer is fitted in the pant. 14. 
Oh, I love 14. Uh, 14 is a sequin midi skirt, a midi pencil skirt in, uh, I'd say that's like aqua, like almost like the, um, the Powerpuff Girls bubbles blue yes. with a, a sleek turtleneck and the hair is slicked back. It's kind of like a stylish um, olive oil from Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> like that silhouette. <laughs> that's so funny. Look number 17, I love those sharp shoulders. Oh my goodness. Yep. What a beautiful blazer. Sergio Hudson, 10 out of 10. I love this collection, but I think I say that every season. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I definitely want to talk about PR stunts at New York Fashion Week. Oof. There have been crashers. <laughs> uh, multiple. Multiple. There was Protesters. a barefoot guy I'm seeing. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> that, that guy, you sent me up TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Apparently, he's notorious for, like, being in the subway stations, like. Yeah. I yeah, think he's, he's, like, known. <laughs> I don't know if he's a performer or but ah! he apparently has a TikTok account. And he goes around trolling and, and showing up to places barefoot or, or dressed in rags and his clothes are falling off. It's a, it's some sort of. That's PR. him? Yeah. Because they're saying he's a comedian, but I've never seen him do normal content outside of that. And right. no I one's laughing. Like <laughs> um, I have a good friend who was there, actually, in the video, and she looks very confused. So I'm going to ask her, what was the content? <laughs> what was, what was going on? <laughs> um, but also, we had PETA um, back on the runways. They love to make a debut and let the girls know that they're not happy with the materials being used. They were protesting at Coach, most notably. Uh, they were protesting the leather, uh, and they got into the run of the show for quite a bit. Apparently, they uh, they, they walked quite a bit of the runway before a they were good amount to the point where when I first saw, I was like, okay, is Coach doing a spin on like Peter? Like, are they trying to like do something? Because her walk was kind of she kind of ate that. She was kind of fierce. She was <laughs> so she I was very confused. I thought they were mocking them until you know they escorted her off the run. But it, my whole thing is with all of these PR stunts, why like can security be any slower? Like, why were you okay with letting her walk on the runway for that long? How did she get in the lineup? Yes. Like you guys how did they come in? <laughs> yes, and how did they get in the lineup? <laughs> I don't get it because when the first look walked, it really did look like the painted bodysuit. I was like, oh, coach is going a little risque than they used to be. Like, no, they're getting risque. I was really surprised. I was like, is he naked? I was like, oh. That's a different vibe for coach. But oh then my God. A protester. The fact that we all thought that, we were like, okay, this is different. <laughs> okay. Getting risque. Right. Um, but on top of that, I saw a lot of girls who can't walk. And this is not to uh, say we are walk judges, we're not Tyra Banks, but I think this is contributing to a lot of the Fashion Week is Dead conversation, which we're going to come back to. Yes. But you should not have a spot on a runway just because you have 100,000 followers, just because you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. Um, you should be on a runway because you're talented, because you have a killer walk, because you have amazing stage presence, because you're a talented model. And so we're seeing like a lot of girls get on the runway because, oh, a friend of a friend knew the designer or, oh, my PR agency sent me, you know, um, it's interesting because we saw the Ariana impersonator, Ariana Grande impersonator <laughs> on the runway and oh, she was stomp stomping. I just, okay. <laughs> we're just seeing a lot of models who can't walk. And if you can't walk, how are you modeling? 
like, I think I think we're we're all skipping over the fact that okay, so the Ariana Grande impersonator, her name is Paige. She's been impersonating Ariana Grande for years now. We all know Ariana Grande doesn't even have brown hair anymore. I'm just very conf- the whole thing is very confusing to me, right? It's already creepy that Ariana Grande has an impersonator. Why are we giving her fame and letting her walk a show? She didn't even walk, she trotted. 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 But the pull is like, oh, we're going to hire an impersonator. We're gonna hire <laughs> like what? And why was Ariana okay with this? Like, I'm just very confused. Because I would have been very irritated and I would have let y'all know that was not okay. If you want to be in the show, just say that. <laughs> it's just like, is fashion make about the fashions or is it about the PR stunts? Like, it's about viral moments. Exactly. Exactly. Like, because had you had you told me that this would be happening, how, you know, not going to lie with the, I think this was the PLT show. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on this. But there was a model. She does OF and she was walking the runway and she did a cartwheel. She kind of ate that. But at the same time, <laughs> it's like, why? Like the theatrics, like. That's my thing. It's almost like this is a joke. (laughs) Right. Like, okay, we saw Savage Fenty has performances Mm -hmm. that, you know, there are are fashion shows back in the day, the Battle of Versailles and so on, that were a performance. You know, you really put on a show. Yes. But at PLT, why are we doing cartwheels? (laughs) Please. Please. (laughs) He was was modeling a bikini. It's just, what are you trying to show us? What are you trying to demonstrate? Like, what? I'm just, I'm very, I'm very confused about, so where the direction is going with this. It It wasn't like this last year. Yes, like, so many people want a viral moment. Yeah. That doesn't really matter about the clothes. It doesn't really matter about the models, you know? Oh, my goodness. Is that what it's come to with the age of social media? Because, Mm -hmm. like, it seems like designers would rather have something outrageous happen than someone be like, okay, well, they had a really great collection. Like, all the shows, um, the designers that had, like, crazy stuff happened I couldn't even tell you oh my favorite piece was this my favorite piece was this because I was too focused on why did they have an Ariana Grande impersonator (laughs) stomping on the runway I cannot tell you my favorite piece from that show I cannot I I can't even remember what the designer was several times right (laughs) um so that brings me to Anna Delby um New York's most favorite scamstress a fashion show in her East Village apartment, crowding the hallways and the elevators, and um, she posed a fashion show on her rooftop. The craziest part, these are good fashions. <laughs> I just, when Felicia gave me the scoop um, prior to recording, I was very shocked as to how there was still a good turnout. Um, there's a lot of people, how they managed to make this work, but you know what? In this case, it's all about the fashions. And that's all that's all people cared about and, and it's all good. But it's just very hard for me to to believe that people were okay with just coming into a random apartment building. Random <laughs> and I was apartment. saying, like, I would have been so irritated if I was coming home from dinner and there's a group of a hundred people in front of my apartment. In my apartment building. And we only have one elevator lift. Right. They're literally crowding the streets. They're in her lobby. Um, there's press there. <laughs> Catrone is her publicist apparently mm-hmm. uh, there's there's video cameras there she's uh, it, it's just really surprising that this many people showed out for someone who before this <laughs> we knew her as a fashion designer like she's really getting a following for being a scamstress 
<laughs> please, please. I love that for her. She's really turned this around, but to still have the ankle bracelet on and her fashion <gasps> show is so brave. Is them doing the hair in the elevator for me? The hair in the elevator. Like a lot of them came <laughs> on a party bus because there wasn't space to do their hair and makeup. I just feel like maybe you should wait until house arrest is over, but hey. Please. I'm actually also upset that I like her collection. It's a good collection. That's the crazy part. I love some of the suits. There's this really cool tennis dress. Like it's a really that's exactly what I was looking at. The the white and black, correct? Yeah, she has exactly what I was looking at. She has a. It's called a tennis skirt style. Uh, It's a coat dress with like a a white tennis skirt attachment, and it's a really cool look. I would definitely wear it. It's crazy that Anna Delvey is having some (laughs) standout fashion. That fashion we here. The fact that she's just forgiving now because she makes good cloth. She's forgiven. She's scandal. We forgive you. (laughs) What? Like nobody cares. Anything in fashion, apparently. We had lots come back from worse. <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, literally. But um, yeah, I just think that the whole scenario was kind of funny. But no, she did eat with her collection. So she did. So she did. Sam turn around and, and have her own designs <laughs> that we're going to buy from her. That's crazy. <laughs> um, to see like PETA back on the runways, like it's O2, you know, it's O2 again. And to That's see what I was saying in 20 years. years. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel like when people say Fashion Week is dead, I'm not sure I fully agree with it. A lot of mm-hmm. people are saying Fashion Week is dead because influencers are now sitting front row and the people who truly deserve to sit front row, the researchers and the, the fashion writers and, and the stylists and so on, we're not really seeing them get the space that they deserve. So people are saying Fashion Week is dead but I think it truly is, it's shifted to who is included, who's in the in crowd and who's excluded. So, you know, previously it was press people, it was writers and, you know, YouTubers sort of got to the front row in fashion and now it's influencers. You don't even have to have mm. a YouTube channel or blog. You simply have to have a TikTok account or an Instagram account with a following. So a lot of people are saying Fashion Week is dead, but Fashion Week is never truly dead. It will always and forever be here in New York as part of the culture. And it will mm. be in other cities. Like if New York isn't the place to be, then Paris is the place to be, like they said last season. Or Milan is the place to be, like they said in seasons before. Or maybe Tokyo will be next up. I'd love to see Tokyo. Oh my goodness. I would love that. You know? So I don't know. What do you think? Is Fashion Week dead? I really love the point that you made that, you know, it's never dead because for one, it's it's a New York tradition. Like we said a little bit earlier in the podcast, New York is literally the fashion capital of the entire world. Mm-hmm. New York Fashion Week will never be dead. It's it never. won't. Um, I do agree that it's definitely changed, um, you know, from what we were used to, from what we right. saw growing up. Right. There's definitely more, you know, moments that are like cringy and... Mm-hmm weird and odd however I don't think those small scenarios should overpower the fact that this has been a tradition for decades right and I I don't I'm honestly looking forward to New York Fashion Week because like I said I'm adding new designers to my list new designers to watch so I don't think New York Fashion Week is dead I do think it's changed Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I don't think it will ever die no 
I just think um, we're on the cusp of of so much diversity and so much changing in fashion. Yes. That it's not time to say that Fashion Week or New York Fashion Week is dead. Like we've just celebrated, I believe this is now three or four years of the Black and Fashion Council showroom at Spring Studios where New York. Oh, wow. And we're seeing um, a lot of, um, uh, it's not necessarily indie fashion shows, but offshoot fashion shows. For example, the Bomb Fashion Show here uh, held by Claire Summers at Fashion Bomb Daily. So we get to see uh, that take on fashion and we get to see um, things like the uh, Harlem Fashion Row and Harlem mm-hmm week um fashion Mm. shows and so that sort of adds an extension to fashion week where I don't think it's time because we are still just shedding light on designers of color minority designers people Mm. who don't necessarily get the mainstream opportunity for example um I recently saw at Harlem Fashion Row so many designers that are just starting out so many designers there was a one designer that was brand new I think they said she was 19 years old oh my goodness so it's now's not the time to say fashion week is dead like Mm -hmm. yeah maybe it's different maybe it's a little commercial at times but one thing fashion is gonna do is going to find a new way to be (laughs) Mm -hmm. A different lens, like to have a different experience. I remember when um, it was uh, the pandemic, we had masks and everyone had a mask, a face mask to match their look. And it was crazy how <laughs> quickly we adapted. So I just think it's time to adapt and to refocus. Okay, you're mad an influencer got the front row seat. But there are other shows where the influencers aren't getting the front row seats or the influencers who do have the front row seats have a lot to say. Like Pierre is an excellent influencer and she's been covering black fashion brands for years now. And Mm. she started as as just just someone who was on TikTok, but she shared her knowledge. And that's where indie people start. That's where people who are actually doing the research start. You have to build your own channels. And so let's put some reflect on the influencer's name. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right not too much <laughs> not too much not too much <laughs> some of the girls are just fashion girlies because it's trendy or because it's going to get their album trending for a little Please. bit or because <laughs> our stop on their pr trips before the next podcast some of the girlies yes. are just girlies for the week and not fashion girlies for life well, and I'm glad you said that because some of the girls and some of the celebrities I've seen at Fashion Week, it's like, so since when have you been known for your fashions or since when have you made it known that you're a fashion type of girl? Because with, um, when you think of celebrities in fashion, who's the first person you think of? Rihanna. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then even you can even say Cardi, you know, is, is kind of a fashion girl. So it's like there are some artists who are. But the ones I was seeing, I'm like, I've never really associated you with fashion or I've never looked at you like, oh, I love the way she dresses. Like, (laughs) so it just seemed very random. Like you said, it was more so like my PR team, you know, thought it would be a great idea for me to stop by and whatever. Exactly. (laughs) My PR team thought I should stop here. And I love seeing the transcendence because so many of the rap girlies are fashion girlies. I do love seeing that crossover. But Mm -hmm. give me, I'm I'm genuinely interested in this. Like there are some- rappers who are streamers they stream on twitch and i'm just like you know do a collabo that makes sense to me like saweetie when she (laughs) did mcdonald's collabo i was like duh i called that years before because she's eating everything she's eating everything (laughs) she tries a combination that is from another planet make it make sense girlies like 
If you're a fashion girly, let's do it. If you're yeah. just getting into fashion, do your research. Okay. I hate to see the girly show up on the red carpet. And who are you wearing? Uh, mm, oh my gosh. I think. <laughs> That's like the one thing you should know on the top of your head. Hello. <laughs> you have a duty to these people who style you for free. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I think you're I think you're right. Fashion Week is not dead. And I heard a lot of people talking about the the critique of Fashion Week. Is Fashion Week dead? Is Fashion Week not dead? So I'm really interested to hear our um listeners' responses. Yeah. And uh with that, we'll get into what our listeners are obsessing over lately. Yes. So our next segment. We are going to go over to what our listeners are obsessing over. I am so thankful and so excited for our Let's Talk About Fashion crew. Um, All of our good friends and listeners chipped in and shared what is catching their eye in fashion. So our listeners wrote in what they're obsessing over this summer, what fashion trend is really carrying them from the the summer to fall season. I'm so excited because our listeners had a lot to share, girl. Right? I love when people are really, like, interactive like that. Right. We really have, like, a little let's talk about fashion circle already. I love love that. So cute. Uh, So Laura, one of our loyal listeners, she is in Florida. Laura in Florida says, I hate to admit it, but Birkenstocks. I've been living in my raw special Birk style sandals and just bought the clothes tone knockoffs from Target. Oh, girl, I love a good knockoff. I got a couple knockoff Birks. She says, (laughs) um, I'm loving linen and linen tailoring, like linen pleated shorts. I even found a linen skirt that was amazing, but sadly too big. Laura's a good friend I made out here in New York who is just like a thrifting queen, just like me. And I love that Florida, girl, you know, you're in Florida. When you're in Florida, you either wear Burks or you wear Crocs. Like you have a <laughs> <group of> choice. <laughs> right. We're Eventually sp- you give in to one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> or both. Right. No, right. I went down to Florida and I was visiting my family and I just like looked around. My dad had birds. My mom had birds. <laughs> sister had birds. Even my brother had these big birds. And I was just like, okay, well, this is just a family thing. Like I've just got to break down and do it. And so I bought a couple of knockoff pairs. Not knocking no knockoffs, girl. <laughs> At all. They are very, very expensive. <laughs> Bims, are you a Burks girl or are you a Croc girl? I definitely have um, a pair of Crocs and I want more. I've had some knockoff Burks years ago. I tried on the rubber ones and they weren't really as comfortable. Um, but I haven't tried like the OG Birkenstocks. But I don't know. Something in me is just like with shoes with those types of material on the inside. I just hate seeing like the footprint. Right. And the sandals. So I'm like, there's something about it that I'm like, I probably wouldn't get a pair just because I wouldn't even want to wear them once I see a footprint emerging, which is like normal, but it makes you want to like rinse it down. That's why I don't wear flip flops and rinse it down. <laughs> Literally. Uh, but I love a Burke. They are actually really comfortable. And I was looking at my luggage. I couldn't buy my Burks. I was about to lose it. I was about to buy a new pair. I was like, wow, they've really converted me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Laura also says, I've been loving linen and linen tailoring like linen shorts. Linen is such a great summer fabric because it's so breathable and it looks so classy. I like the linen pleated short that Laura says here because linen gets wrinkled very easily. Like you go outside in a linen skirt and it's an accordion skirt in a couple of minutes. Oh my goodness. Yes. (laughs) And Laura's loving scorch just like us. Smart girl. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'd love a score, especially a linen score. That's cute. 
That sounds so cute. She's definitely right? getting preppy core. She's definitely getting tennis core. I love that. Yes, uh, preppy core. <laughs> Thank you, Laura from Florida. <laughs> uh, next up, we have D, my fave, aka Mosey for Roti. Um, D says she's been obsessing over crochet hats. You know, like the crochet, Ooh. they look like little jellyfish hats. Yes. Those are so cute. Do you like those? They are cute. They are cute. I do not have um, one yet, but I'm looking. Girl, it would look so cute on you because you always have your hair slick. I know that you would yes. look so adorable. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm on I'm on the hunt for sure. Especially, you know, with winter. Well, who knows when winter will actually come winter. Florida, but with it <laughs> eventually cooling down, <laughs> then I can actually wear it. Absolutely. And when you come to visit me in New York. Yes. <laughs> I'm always like making everyone plan the next trip. I'm like, okay, thank you so much for visiting. Now that you're leaving, when are you coming back? Right. <laughs> Um, I'm loving crochet hats. Thank you so much, Dee. Dee sent me some really cool crochet hats on TikTok, so I'll make sure and forward them to you. Ooh. Dee from New York. New York. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, we have Karen, not Karen. Please get it right, girlies. Uh, and she's <laughs> saying she is loving all things silver. I love a silver girly, and I feel like they're rare. Are you a silver or girl gold girl, Bimsy? I do feel like they're rare. I'm a, I'm definitely a gold girl mm-hmm. to the core, yes. Um, but I love a I love a silver girly too. I used to be a silver girly. Oh. Um, some years ago, I had you know the necklaces or a necklace that you just live in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> years ago, um, I had a gift and it was a Tiffany's necklace. It was silver. And that was like, you know, I felt weird wearing any gold earrings or like any gold accessories right. because that was my everyday necklace. But right. once I've, um, gotten these gold necklaces, I'm like, okay, now I feel weird wearing silver, but I do want to <laughs> eventually transition to kind of like mixing the two, um, of like having silver and gold jewelry. I don't know how that will work, but. Yeah. I always love the mix. I feel like it gives like a very earthy vibe. Like you, mm, mix, yes, you mix metals and you mix textures. Like mix metals, <laughs> exactly. I'm also loving all things silver. It's Virgo season, as you know. And the Queen Bee says she wants everyone to wear silver for her birthday season. And I've been picking it up more. One thing that I noticed when like highlighter was really big is that mm. old highlighter obviously looks amazing on our brown skin but silver really picks up on the cheekbones so it's something that yeah I'm enjoying (laughs) good to know Mm -hmm. I also want to get some silver hair accessories because I always wear braids and so I spice it up with beads or hair charms or thread and I definitely want to get some silver hair accessories that would be really cute a little wintertime vibe let's see thank you Kieran not Kieran not Karen from New York uh, next up, we have Sophia from Canada. Sophia says she's into midi denim skirts. Don't we love a denim skirt, girlies? Yes, I love, 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 love a denim skirt. I have like fifteen. Uh, <laughs> I need more, girl. Yeah, I'm I'm putting together a thrift basket for you because Please. the amount of things I pass up, I'm like she probably already has one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have two. Well, I have one denim skirt from Zara, and then I have a. Uh, true religion denim skirt that I literally am obsessed with like and I don't know about you but I'm not the biggest fan of belts so sometimes when my waist fluctuate I'm like I can't wear this because then I'm gonna have to wear a belt but I love me a good denim and it's like it could be mid-thigh it could be right above the knee it could be to my ankle I don't care I love me a denim skirt wearing it whatever this 
whatever the wash I'm wearing it. Does it have a yes. slit? It does not have a slit. I want it. <laughs> Literally distress, not distress in my closet. Thank you. In my closet immediately. I really want a denim midi skirt. And I previously had like a denim uh, midi dress that I wore. And I really like the long mm-hmm. sleeves. I got rid of it because I was in Florida. Now I'm cold in New York. I'm like, I should have kept that damn dress. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Never get rid of a vintage piece. <laughs> yes i'm loving a midi denim skirt and thank you sophia for chiming in i know sophia is from canada but sophia is also like me a haitian girly and mm. i feel like when she came up as a immigrant like me and it like like bimsy like you understand i don't know what it is about our cultures we love a denim long skirt like maybe it's like a <laughs> i really don't know what it is too i don't know what it is it just eats <laughs> it just eats <laughs> Uh, let's see Dernika from Florida says she loves European summer outfits ooh how are we feeling about Lake Como Core (laughs) ooh it gives me like silk dresses like you know simple dresses like I'm roaming through the streets of Italy so I'm wearing a flat sandal ooh scarf you know on the hair I may be driving in a convertible this evening who knows (laughs) Oh, that's cute. It gives very like sisterhood of the traveling pants goes to Greece. Like it's it's a great vibe. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love it. I'm looking at some um some pictures right now. I love that vibe. I think I pulled that this summer. Like the best outfit for outfit. I keep stopping myself from saying outfit. Stop. <laughs> the best outfit form formula I had this summer was a simple silky tank top a lovely little like midi silk skirt and then a flat sandal cute little straw bag you're out the door like you can go to a picnic you can go to a day party you can go to a restaurant you can go to brunch it's such a versatile look and that gives me like european girl summer outfits i like that vibe me too (laughs) i think i could see you in like a definitely like a slip dress and like a very interesting earring and you're like the beach for the afternoon <laughs> no right and I honestly love a good hat like a sun hat yes yes the drama a sunglass <laughs> a sun hat and a pair of glasses yeah girl blocking yeah. all of the sun <laughs> no <Nope>, can see me <laughs> I love this look Darnika thank you so much for sharing your summer to fall inspo how can you bring European summer outfits from summer to fall that's simple you just grab you a lightweight cardigan you know, and just throw it over, grab you a duster. We love a good duster, a silk duster. And then you're, you know, you're moving into the chillier evenings. It's very nice. Change out your shoe for a flat sneaker. There's options. Yes. <laughs> I love that. A cardigan or a trench coat can really just transform an outfit. Amen. From, yeah, from summer to fall. It's very hard for me to transition for with jackets, but cardigans is the way to go. I'm sure yes. A prep through and through. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see lexi from virginia says she's loving cargo skirts this is three votes for the far yes, cargo, skirts. cargo skirts for the win they're so cute for the win is that like the style of the summer cargo skirts it has to be because i've noticed an influx of like at least seeing it on tiktok in the start of the summer absolutely Definitely. you're so right uh steph from brooklyn says i not necessarily a summer trend but i'm loving the moto jackets I love a motorcycle jacket. I think that's a summer, spring, winter, fall trend. Like honestly, yeah. I mean not summer. Let's not let's not get out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but I love a moto jacket. Bimsy, what is your favorite style of moto jacket? I like a cropped one. Yep, I like a cropped one. I like maybe if it has like a little like a little little bling bling, little shine shine. Ooh. Um, black preferably always and I like a lot of zippers I don't know I'm a zipper girl like when it comes to motorcycles I get and then it's like if I were to go somewhere and I don't necessarily want to bring my purse I want to have um a zipper up top so I can just put my little card holder there and I'm good oh you have such the vibe for like (laughs) I want to be hands-free I want all the zippers and that's like Karen not Karen said that's the perfect time for silver hardware on a good motorcycle jacket Mm -hmm. yes What about you? What type of motorcycle jackets do you like? I love a cropped, like ultra cropped, like just under the breast line uh, moto jacket. But I also really have been liking lately, like almost like waist, like past the waist length. Yeah. I would say like 90s style, how how their jackets were kind of long line because it's great to throw on over anything. Like it's really versatile, but I've yet to find the perfect one for me. Mm. The thrift, the thrift hunt continues. <laughs> no, honestly. And it's funny because um, I actually was gifted a free people motorcycle jacket. Ooh. And girl, I really thought I was, I really thought I was doing something. The tag said hand wash. Why did I put it in the washer? And oh. then it literally fell apart. And it was the perfect jacket. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know why I thought I was smarter than the designer. Who said to not wash it in the machine? They're so delicate. There's, <laughs> there's leather cleaning kits and like suede cleaning kits. Ooh. I didn't know it was that difficult. I was like, wow, this is a whole process. This is right. <laughs> it's like any little thing can make that leather crack. Right. I I especially fun with vintage leather because then it's like okay, I'm not you know recreating the cycle and a lot. <laughs> A lot of it was like they were like rub it down with oils, and I was like, I'm massaging this coat literally, <laughs> literally. That's okay. uh chelsea in florida says i've been loving cargos i just need some to find to fit my waist i just need to find some to fit my waist that i've also had that issue with every pair of cargos i've tried on yep. the best thing I can tell you is look for one that have the elastic waistbands or mm-hmm. go to the sewing store and get you the attachable elastic waistband so you can pull in the the waistline on any pair of pants that's really smart Girl, you know, I have all the hacks. Yes. <laughs> I'm loving it. Thank you, Chelsea in Florida. Thank you, Steph in Brooklyn. Uh, Chantel in Florida says, bright colors, high-waisted bodysuits, and straight leg pants. I'm loving this whole visual. She's really giving Sergio Hudson vibes. Ooh. I'm trying to picture a high-waist bodysuit. So does that mean... Oh, I see. So the waistline is, like, above the natural waist. Okay, I'm picturing that too. Okay, I can see that. I can see that too. I like that. And I love bright colors and straight leg pants. That's like a good go-to. When you don't want to do a simple, oh, girls, I'm going to wear jeans and a nice top. Then you're like, oh, I'm going to put on a nice bright orange silk blouse and a sexy palazzo pant. Ooh. It's giving on to you. (laughs) (laughs) I like that a lot. Thank you, Chantel from Orlando. Um, and finally, we have Marissa from Florida. I'm trying to remember everyone's location. Marissa <laughs> says, I'm loving all the stand fits. So all the Barbie and pink unapologetic bimbo fashion. And everyone's been super creative. I'm also loving the tour inspired looks from Renaissance and Era's tour. Yeah, everyone's being really creative. Yes. 
um i haven't followed much of Eris tour but i did pass those girlies outside of msg was it msg i can't remember and they <laughs> rhinestone cowboy boots cowboy hats full head-to-toe jackets like they're dedicated they are up okay but the Renaissance tour looks mean we get to see not only the tour like attendees, but Beyonce's looks have been so good. Mm. I don't think I've seen Beyonce like show out this much in terms of fashion in a while. Right. She's yeah, had she, after she really did do that. Uh, she's had Loewe. I'm sorry. How do you say this one? You know this brand? L-O-E-W-E. They're saying it's not Lo, it's Loewe. Yes. Loewe. <laughs> Loewe. Loewe. <laughs> don't make me embarrass myself. <laughs> Girl, because I didn't know it either. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, like, the designer's name aloud. Girl, when they said that, I said, no. That's not <laughs> it. <laughs> that's not it. Um, Loewe, she's been wearing Loewe. You know, listen, I'm not a professional. I'm not. I don't speak the language, but I practice. We don't have an accent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Beyonce's been wearing a lot of that. She's been wearing custom Telfar. She is. Mm. Like so many rare designers, she wore um, Gaurav Gupta, which I mentioned on the um, last podcast, uh, the last podcast episode. Um, Beyonce's been killing the tour looks. What have you been loving, Bimsy? Did you like Barbie tour? Do you like Eras tour or Renaissance tour? I like the Barbie tour, and I also do like the Renaissance tour mm. um, aesthetic. And like, like we mentioned earlier with the silver. Um, I'm glad to see more people wearing it because I like I like silver. I think it's really cute. Mm-hmm. And also seeing everyone's creativities in their outfits. Of course, love seeing the cowboy hats too, like the blinged out cowboy hats, the cow cowgirl boots. I was actually just saying I want. I don't know if this is because I've been in Florida all my life, <laughs> but I really want a pair of cowboy boots. You want cowgirl boots for now. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, I might as well get them nice and blinged out. And that definitely was an inspiration because you know me, I can't just get a pair of brown leather no. basic. No, they got to be cute. They got to be different. So no. definitely That's loving that. Yeah. And you know, I love pink. Pink is my favorite color. So yeah. of course I'm loving the Barbie core and <laughs> seeing that on TikTok, seeing what everyone's been wearing to the Barbie premieres as well. Ugh, love that. What did you wear to the Barbie premiere? So I wore a look that I posted on TikTok and I was like, girlies, is it brats or is it Barbie? And the girlies were saying brats. Understandably so. <laughs> life. Um, but I wore uh, a, a bra top by Love Vera, which is a black bone lingerie brand, a, bla- a bra corset top that was pink lace. Like you said, you were loving the lace. Yes. Um, loving that trend lately. And I wore a denim uh, midi skirt that I customized with a slit up the front with stars mm-hmm. all over it. It's Ooh. kind of getting like brats on my scene, and I wore my Versace um, platform Medusas in a in like a bright hot pink to match the bra top. Um, now that I'm looking back, it definitely gave brats, and I wore it with like a, <laughs> like a pair of white cat eye sharp cat eye sunglasses. It's yeah. definitely definitely giving like Barbie like vamped up, like like a little bit of cunt Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so it's edgy Barbie. Like, yeah, it's definitely edgy Barbie. So it's definitely giving like brats or my scene. Um, but I was loving everybody's Barbie lo- Barbie looks. I'm wondering what's going to be the next big thing like that. Like what's going to take people by storm? Me too. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Because we need another girly pop moment, movie, Absolutely. a culture shift. We need that. 
<laughs> I just feel like this has really been the summer of girlhood. Like the yeah. Barbie movie. I just feel like there's been a lot of unity in there. I don't know. Yes. What <laughs> right. Exactly. We definitely, I hope it keeps going and we continue with it. And the womanhood. Amen. It's beautiful. Right. Uh, let's see that's our thank you so much to our listeners We're we've created a close friends circle on instagram and so you'll receive please turn your post notifications on you'll know <laughs> when we post in the story to collect more listener submissions i'm so happy to talk to all of you thank you to all of you who responded thank you so much for your submissions because like I, this is who i talk to all day every day in my instagram dms on pinterest this is who i talk to these are my girlies they get me for fashion and i'm so glad we get to share this circle yes. <laughs> yes this is really exciting it's so exciting it's beautiful but now we're gonna give our style tip of the week this is a fashion tip or hack or something you'd like to share with the girlies bimzy you want to start or shall i Ooh, i want you to start Okay, so my style tip of the week, we have been loving Sex in the City. We've been loving the revamp uh, and just like that. And I saw all of the girls online raving about how Kim Cattrall is back. Kim Cattrall is back. She's so fabulous. But we got a very brief cameo from her towards the end of the season finale. Mm. And I just want you girlies to know if you are so enthralled by the great Kim Cattrall, then you can see her on your screens in a show called Glamour on Netflix where she acts as like a girl boss and her company her beauty company is nearing retirement and she has to find ways to revamp the brand and she does so by cluing into her millennial and gen c staff and giving them a voice and giving them the opportunity to work um it's a great quick binge and if you want your quick kim control fix there it is that's our style to the week Ooh. <laughs> And it's a great fashion inspiration. The main character is Marcos, who is like really questioning dating in the office and the LGBTQ scene there. And it was a really, uh, really cute, like coming of age with both Kim Cattrall and the, the main character. It's a really good watch. Oh, my goodness. I actually have to start watching that. I still haven't um, completed the it's called Just Like That, the revamp of um, Sex and City. Yes. And Just Like That. It's a and lot. Just like that, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. I know. I know. So, and I do um, love Kim um, Cattrall, so I definitely need to check that out. What streaming um, service is it on? That was on Netflix, actually. Okay. Right, surprisingly. Okay, cool. I'll definitely have to check that out. Yeah. So what's your style tip of the week, Bimzy? Ooh, my style tip of the week. So my, uh, this is going to sound so generic, but like, okay, so (laughs) as you, as you guys know, um, I live in Florida, so it's definitely a little bit warmer here, but I don't necessarily like dress for the weather per se. Like, yes, I'm not going to wear like, you know, a turtleneck, but I like to still participate in the transition of fall, <laughs> even though it's not really fall here yet. So um, like the other day I had this very thin long sleeve um, and I had leggings on and very thin, but I guess my style tip would be to not necessarily dress for the weather but just kind of dress for like whatever mood you're in that day if you want to have like a nice little cardigan maybe some biker shorts or a nice little light jacket on top of your athleisure wear then do that just make sure you crank that the ac in the car (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but yeah just let you know whatever you're feeling dictate what you wear not necessarily like okay it's hot so i have to wear shorts i have to wear this do what you want 
I love that. Feel your feel your fashion and, and let your emotions and your feelings drive you in that. Oh, it's raining, so I have to wear big clunky boots. I mean, you can't wear sandals, but obviously. Yes, right, right. <laughs> and I picked up on a note in something you said is kind of like adapting your fabric. So like, I know if it's a if it's a nice warm fall day, then I can go out in my leggings, like you said, that are thin. Like there may be like a more of a spandex or, you know, something more breezy as opposed to my wool velvet, (laughs) my long, you know, and instead of wearing my turtleneck, that's like all cashmere, I'm wearing something that's more like a sheer thin fabric. Like uh, a lot of the pieces that uh, GPG does is really about those like thin long sleeves that are stylish, but not Mm -hmm. too (laughs) Yes. I love that. Oh, so beautiful. Love your style tip. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you. Thank you. I had so much fun recording this. Oh, me too. This is literally like our girl chat just on the mic. <laughs> right. No, truly. <laughs> it's the best. Um, so next week we'll catch up on uh, London Fashion Week and Milan Fashion Week have kicked off. So we'll catch up on the shows that we're interested in there. Um, I'm really excited to dive into what else is going on internationally. Um, there's been some changes at Vogue, uh, at British Vogue, with uh, Chioma, who's the host of the Vogue podcast, moving over as quote unquote editor in chief. And she's mm. so knowledgeable. She's so smart. She brings so much intelligence to the Vogue podcast that I cannot wait to see what she does. You know, over on the over on the other end. I mean, she doesn't just contribute to the Vogue podcast, but she's a you know she's a Vogue. Uh, she's been there for quite some time. Um, so I'm really excited to, for all the things that are happening in fashion lately. Yes, me too. Yes. So thank you all so much for listening to Let's Get Into Fashion. I'm Felicia, and this is my co-host. Hi, I am B, aka Bims. <laughs> you have so many AKAs. AKA that girl right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'm going to put all our socials in the show notes. Show notes. Okay. You can find us. We're not on a regular schedule at the moment, but you will hear from me and my co-host and our guests from time to time. We we, we will try to release at least once a month. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Definitely get used to hearing me, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Let's Get Into Fashion. Goodbye, girlies. Until Bye. Next-